I feel comf. We're in normal okay. clothes. Because we're, we're finally not like re- videoing ourselves. <laughs> we both look like actual trash. <laughs> but that might be good. <laughs> we might benefit actual from that. Actual trash. <laughs> like I could be thrown outside in a bag right now in a dumpster. I a thousand percent look like I don't live in a home. At least I have a matching pajama set on. <laughs> I have two different colleges clothes on and don't I didn't go to either. So it don't matter. We're here now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, welcome back to Society 97. I'm Kellen and I'm Emily and we're excited to bring you episode seven. Siete. Ooh, bring out the Spanish. Hey. Hey. Ole. <laughs> Uh, this week we're going to cover friendship dating and I know it sounds like a little funky right now, but we're going to get into it later, but, uh, it is indeed not dating your friends, but it kind of is, but it kind of is, but it kind of is, <laughs> but first we're going to recap Kirsten's episode because I feel like a lot of people ended up reaching out. I'm not sure about you, but like to me specifically, mm-hmm. um, about Kirsten and how like impactful this episode was. And I had so many people go and actually watch the like recommendation that I gave and, Kirsten's recommendation mm-hmm. to kind of like go in, like learn more and get right. deeper into it. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, so many people reached out about her doing uh, like readings for them. What I thought was really interesting about this week's episode with Kirsten was she reached out to me yesterday and she was saying how like since then and like hearing from other people and everything, like she's like, you know, sometimes I don't believe that I actually have this gift. Sometimes it's still really hard for me because she's very humble. And she's like, but doing that and then hearing from a lot of people, it kind of like got me deeper into my practice. Yeah. And she's like, and I was sitting with myself and I was like, why am I not doing something to like help people? Whether it's like actually like, because right now she just does it for fun or like when it comes to her, she's like, but now I think I want to like create something, whether it's like journaling or some sort of business or like content and like, She's like, I need to start doing that. So I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, that, like, we awesome. helped like inspire her mm-hmm. to like do that. I don't know. You know, it's so. interesting. I was talking to my boss today about her and our episode, and she was like, I was saying how she did, how she was like, oh, I'll do readings for people. And, like, yeah, wasn't gonna charge them, and she's like, wait, why wouldn't she charge them? I was like, because she just was like offering to do them. She's like, well, isn't that her job? And I go. Oh no, she like she has another job. Like yeah. this is just like she goes, "Oh shit, she should just do that full time." <laughs> yeah, right. For, seriously, like and then we've talked about it and I was mm-hmm. like like even on the episode we were like you could have been like the first TikTok person to do it. No, for I mean, real. unfortunately it's like pretty saturated in that, but right. like I think it's a lot of saturated pe- with people who are fake about it, but you know that too. But like I feel like it was just cool that we kind of inspired her yeah. and helped her to like realize that like what she has like and I think that she knows that she has a gift but she's so humble about it and mm-hmm. is like I don't ever want to be wrong and like sometimes I'm like did I make that up yeah it totally I'm sure it is I'm sure it is something that you're like uh, especially when you're telling other people right, about like, like not their a normal, lives like yeah like not everyone has this gift so like you can't relate to every mm-hmm. person you know right and then this past weekend she was out at a bar and ended up running into this girl like in going to the bathroom and she's like we literally like locked eyes and was like not like meeting a soulmate but she's like literally instantly we clicked like no words anything mm-hmm. to find out that this girl is also a psychic and they sat at the bar like the rest of the night and just like talked about it and stuff and Kirsten's a lot further in her practice and now she's like gonna mentor this I was about girl. to say like that's so crazy because then it like 
I don't know, like that's when you kind of got to believe in like fate and shit. Right? Yeah. Where you're like, this was kind of meant to happen. <laughs> yeah, for real. And like now she's mentoring this girl. That's awesome. And helping her like get deeper into it. And I, don't, I, don't, I just think it's like so cool that that all happened. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't get to listen to last week's episode, I highly recommend going back and listening to it because... I think it was one of our coolest episodes. Just learn something too. Like I learned so much. Oh yeah. From last week's episode. And I think I left like really inspired. Like I went mm-hmm. and watched, she recommended a secret. It's a little like documentary movie, like an hour and a half on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I went and I watched that and I was like, whoa, literally. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And like things that they say to do to like on how like manifest and stuff like Like, if you want a car, if you have, like, a dream car, like, sitting there and, like, looking at the back of your hands, right? You study the back of your hands. Then close your eyes and imagine your hands are wrapped around the steering wheel of your favorite car. Mm -hmm. And, like, because it's not just about, like, saying it. It's fully believing it and, like, envisioning that, like, that is possible for you. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. They they go really in-depth. Even kind of lost me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I'm pretty (laughs) into it. But, like... It was just right. really cool. I don't know. I highly recommend going back and like listening to the episode, getting deeper in through the uh, the podcast that I recommended mm-hmm. or that documentary. But on the flip side, you had a great wreck because I started watching that show last night and dude, I, I told you. In. Also, I was wrong. I said it was a Netflix original. It's actually CW produces oh. it. So I didn't even know, um, but I'm watching it on Netflix and it's really good. It's so good. But uh, speaking of some wrecks, what are your wrecks? Uh, this week I'm actually recommending something that I never really thought I'd be recommending. It's, I guess it's technically like a board game. Like I don't, it's a game. It's a game. Yeah. And it's called Unsolved Case Files. You can buy it at Target. That's where I bought it. But also they sell like all of their different cases on their website. But essentially what it is, is it you get a packet of evidence from a unsolved murder Mm -hmm. case i'm assuming they're all murder the one that we me and my friend did was like a murder but in it there's no instructions it's literally just like there's one thing that you have to achieve and it's like prove this person's innocence and you just have all this fucking evidence and you're like okay here we go and then at the end of each like thing that you're supposed to complete you have to go check to see if like what you did was correct and if if it's wrong then it's just like you just got to go back and like try until it's right I kid you not, we did that for over four hours. That's so like cool. literally sitting there. We put post-it notes all over like the walls and we're like connecting all these people and like making all these notes. And it it was so fun. And especially like, you know me, like I'm all into the true crime yeah, and like 100%. all that shit. I was like, if this is just a mere taste of what they have to do, I need to stop shitting on like, why isn't this case been solved? <laughs> Because, bitch, like, this is just a fucking board game. And I was like, this is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, it probably is harder to do the board game because, like, you're looking, you, in a sense, like, you have, like, all of the things in front of you that you're like, now I got to narrow it down. And I know there's, like, steps to it. Right. But also, like, imagine having none of that stuff in Mm -mm. front of you. You just figuring out out of your ass. Literally. I can't imagine. But uh, it was fun. I got to play detective for the night. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I literally lived (laughs) out my dream. It's funny. When I was little, I used to say I wanted to be a detective in homicide. And then my dad said, that makes no money. Go 
think of a real job. And now I'm here podcasting. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> full circle on the full, career. Full, on the career. Full circle. And you are pretending to be a homicide detective. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm paying actually to do it. So it's actually the the opposite is actually i'm not making any money i'm paying to do it so you know so here we are uh it's what we call the american dream yes uh, <laughs> but anyways it was a lot of fun uh 10 out of 10 recommend uh, especially like it was just a fun thing to do with your friend you know what i mean like it yeah. was something fun for us to do it was like 20 that bucks was different yeah it was like 20 bucks between the two of us you know we could have spent a lot more money on drinking or yeah. going out or something save I'm money i'm excited to do one with in. you guys because i know Dude. you and i talked about it and yeah. you're like we need to do these and i'm excited to kind of get on in on it yeah but. it it's so much fun so definitely go check out unsolved case files okay so my recommendation for this week <laughs> is a book that i read a little bit ago but still holds true as like one of my favorite books um, it is called When Life Gives You Blue Lemons by Lauren Weisenberger. And it's the lady who wrote Devil Wears Prada. So basically, it's about like suburbia in a sense mm-hmm. um, in Greenwich, Greenwich, Connecticut. Oh, so like peak level like sassy suburbia yes yes so it kind of follows a couple different people in suburbia and basically one of the girls who like her life was like she is like a former supermodel Mm. and like it really follows her life right um and basically like she was arrested and finds out like her husband's cheating on her with some other like it's like a whole thing basically by the end of the book all the people that they start tracking in the beginning all connect to each other. Mm. But uh, it's really interesting. It's kind of mysterious because like you're trying to figure out like what's going on with each mom and the cheating and then this and then that. Like, I'm not giving the best description out here, but I'm telling you. Yeah, but it sounds like some hot ass tea. It is. It is. It's a really good book. Like even my mom read it and she mm-hmm. was like, wow, this was so good. And I'm not one to read books. So I'm also not one to recommend a book. Um, she's not a reader, y'all. So I am she's not saying a reader. to read it, you but better But I literally read, read it, it in like a weekend. It's so good. It's yeah. an easy read. It's like, but it's drama. It's straight drama. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you're here for the drama. Yeah. So definitely go check it out. It's or at least book. here for the suburban white girls. Yeah, it's the suburban <laughs> white girls, you know. And like basically the the main character that they follow, she just like is also gets frustrated that like these people are just like so in their bubble. And she's yeah. like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And like, and then she starts like kind of drinking like the suburban right. like, juice too and like becomes like in her own bubble. And I feel like that's like a lot of people, especially like, I don't know if like you or I, like we live in a city we get married and we oh, move to suburbia yeah. i feel like we would feel like You're we lose trapped. touch with ourselves yeah. yeah so it's kind of like all of that it's like um, my worst nightmare actually but it's a really good read it's an easy read and like i said she wrote the devil was prada so definitely go check her so out so that's all we needed to say that's all we need to know <laughs> yo let's take it back for a weekly catch-up but uh yeah so what's going on this week how's your week been what's up I found an apartment. You did? You found an apartment? Yeah. Finally? Yeah. Okay, so you're actually approved for one. Yeah. And I sang the lease. Hell yes. And they didn't make me put down a huge down payment. Oh my God, even better. Dude, you've been so stressed about that recently. I know. I was literally freaking the fuck out for like probably the past month because I really thought I was either going to pay like... I'm already paying too much in rent. Like, I mean, everywhere in Nashville is overpriced. But I thought I'd be paying even more mm-hmm. pl- less. I didn't think I'd get one in time 
before my like currently sends. So yes, I found an apartment. If you're familiar with Nashville, it's like north of the Germantown area. So it's a little bit outside of like the main city vibe. But I currently live on Broadway. So I was looking to get out of that shit Honestly, show. I think you're going <laughs> to love it 10 times more because like... I just can't wait for it to be fucking quiet. I was going to say, it's going to be quiet. Like you're not going to hear like screaming and partying and like buses going by and the revving of the cars across the street. And the fucking... I was literally going to say the, the fucking dynamite that they blow in the ground <laughs> at fucking two in the morning they're like oh. like they're building a whole ass skyscraper next to you mm-hmm. next like out your window you can see them building a skyscraper like i cannot yeah. imagine so I'm, i think you're gonna love it even though like you said it's a little bit out of like the way but truthfully you're so closer to the city than me so yeah and i'm close to that highway so I can, I can literally right there. Can, you can skirt, skirt right yeah, in there. Get get straight to work. Dead ass. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, what about you? That's that was what my week literally consisted just of apartment. I hunting, know. I know so. you were so stressed about that. Yeah. Well, what about on you? The flip side for me, um, I mean, not much was really going on. As you know, my life consists of like work and then I was about working to say, out. You're That's like uh Jersey Shore gym tan laundry, but instead of the laundry and the tanning, it's like working and like nutrition. Literally nutrition, <laughs> gym, work. work. That's all I do. That's literally all I care about. That's all I do. It's so it's probably toxic. It's probably very toxic behavior, <laughs> but it's a, it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> it is. It literally is like on Friday, um I was we were doing power therapy kids. when you can fucking lift your body weight and oh, some okay so today we did it's max week right now and uh yesterday i did max for bench and i went up to 175 i think that was my max 175 <laughs> I can't even fucking bench the bar, yo. <laughs> I think it was, I might be lying. It might be 170, but it was either 170 or 175. I mean, that's what, 2.5 pounds on each side? Yeah, it like well it don't be. matter. But, and then today we did deadlifts mm-hmm. and my deadlift went up 25 pounds. So now my max is 280. Jesus Christ. Yes. Don't fuck with her, guys. Don't fuck with me. She'll beat the fuck out of you. That's the goal anyway. <laughs> but uh no my lifting partner love her so much she got five pounds more than me on deadlifts and i was like low-key pissed but also like you're like i'm happy for you but also we're rivals oh no she knows that because i'm just very competitive like that's just like my nature Mm -hmm. and not that like i don't really care and we lift together so i will be lifting at her max for percentages anyway just because it's easier because it's five pound difference but like still it's just right like, fuck you bitch but i love her so much um but yeah so funny story so i've been like lifting a lot recently and like trying to like learn how to do like more like pull-ups and you know crazy stuff on the bar so all I, the things emily does not do <laughs> <laughs> i just find it fun i don't know um so to like basically save my hands because i'm like using my hands so much and like just like gripping everything and mm-hmm. like pull-ups and like it destroys your hands yeah i can't so, imagine I had Dude, to. Yeah, your hands look brutal right now. Yeah, I ripped them today. Ugh. Yeah, they're a little sore. They hurt a little bit. Um, so I had to get like grips mm. to like help. But I wait, wore like them. The, like on your 
bars or like fingerless no gloves like thing. i put like i put like oh, it's like, like a band around your wrist it's like yeah, a yeah, wrist yeah. and then like it's like a grip for yeah, your yeah, hand yeah. so like the funniest thing was so i had to like you have to measure your hand in order for you to be able to like, get the right size grips so you have to measure from the top of your middle finger to the bottom like the first line underneath your palm mm-hmm. okay and all i'm gonna say is from the top of my middle finger to here is seven inches. So when a boy be lying, I can literally line my hand right the fuck up. That's seven inches. Seven inches. Because Dead to ass. me, that looks really tiny. Yeah, but it's it was like, okay, it's like a little bit below seven inches. But like, yes. I mean, but that's, I'm just saying. If that to me is tiny, then. <laughs> Imagine his penis. But I literally was telling Anne, my gym friend, I was like, I was like, okay, so now when they would lie and I'm going to go down and give him a blowjob and be like, and be like you lying bitch because if you guys could have seen her face just now oh my god that was so funny uh okay i actually yeah so so i'm gonna go what's the average size like five point what penis two inches penis yeah penis (laughs) Okay, the the average size is between 5.1 and 5.5 inches. So when the white boys be telling me, <laughs> I'm, I got seven inches. Bitch, no, you don't. <laughs> Bitch, no, you don't. I know. Uh, also, we don't really need all that. No, we don't. But I think it's just funny because they always be like, I got like a good seven inches. But now you can't lie. That's like, I mean, I'm six feet tall. It's like, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> five nine. <laughs> then I must be five ten if you're six feet tall, because <laughs> we're damn near eye to eye. But I thought that was so funny this week when now I had you to, have like, like yeah, like a, your own personal ruler. Your dick, you have your own personal dick measure right, in, your, right in the palm of right your in hand. the palm of my hand. <laughs> Little does he know the power is all in my hand. Oh my god! No, it was so funny though because I like isn't this supposed to be the length of a guy's dick like from your pinky to your thumb? There's no way because that to me, some guys got big hands, but. Okay, but that. Actually, that's actually. But mine is seven inches if I like, you know, spread them. So if Kellen had a dick, her dick would be seven inches. Is that, is that what fits my vagina perfectly? Is that what you're supposed to know? Is, is that, that what, what that is? Is that what that tells you? Does that like, is that was like what was going to be a good size for me? Bro, did I just unlock like. <laughs> Uh, the world's secrets so it's like what the hang loose sign if you like yeah. do the hang loose sign that is that what that means you know i really could have just made that up i don't know if that's accurate for dick length yeah studies have found that the ratio between the second and fourth finger is related to sperm count the likelihood of a heart attack oh this is getting <laughs> 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 Regardless, Kellen has a <laughs> dick measurer in the palm of her hand, so don't lie to her if you're trying to bang, because she will know. I will know. <laughs> I light him up, boys. <laughs> Put him in the palm of my hand, baby. <laughs> Kellen's dad, we are very sorry. <laughs> oh, he ain't listening. <laughs> my mom's always shaking her head <laughs> on her way to work. <laughs> like shit. That's my. That's my girl. You go, girl. <laughs> I was talking to my dad when I was at home and I was telling a story and I was like, yeah, they can suck my dick. And my dad was like, that's my daughter. (laughs) 
that's like the first time i came came home from college my dad was like what am i paying for for like you don't learn how to swear you don't learn how to like talk like not a lady and i'm like yes fuck you i'm just kidding <laughs> i did not say that to him <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I think that <laughs> sums up our week together. Um, but we're going to go into this week's topic, friendship dating. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, well, this week's topic is friendship dating. And I know that might sound a little bit confusing right now, but basically we kind of want to talk about like how when you get older, you are in a sense like dating your friends. Yeah. Like the time, the effort, the way you hang out with your friends, it's like you're dating them. As you get older, when you meet people, you have to like go on a date. Like you're not just going to like... right. You don't just you're not gonna see them at class every every week until you yeah. guys decide to actually hang out. It's and like, like like when you first meet people, you're not like come over, right? Let's watch like, TV, right? You're <laughs> like oh let's go grab drinks. You yeah. want to get dinner, and it's kind of like a date, and yeah. it, it's a little awkward. So we kind of want to dive into this a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. But before we do, I think that we both want to explain um, what we feel a good friend is. Yeah. So if you wanna take it away emily yeah so i'm like very choosy with the word friend uh and i've always been that way i like have always been the type of person who has like super super close people in my life and those are the people who i call my friends i have so many people who like i'm cool with and i fuck with but like to be like what i would call a friend or like a good friend is like definitely somebody who i feel like i could pick up the phone at any moment and call you and a not feel uncomfortable to do it and b like no you're gonna pick up you know what i mean i feel like i feel like for me that's kind of like what a friendship is i feel like a lot of times we use the word friend super loosely Mm -hmm. and like it's more of like somebody who's like your acquaintance or somebody who you've met a few times and like you hang out with to go have drinks or whatever but like for me especially like getting older i think i value the the word friendship a lot more because it's like you're really my friend when like I like truly feel like I could depend on you for anything and I would want you to depend on me for anything. So yeah. I feel like for me that's like what a friend is. I feel like it's not – I use the definition a little bit differently than I feel like other people do because I, I know plenty of people who I I truly just don't call them my friends because like I don't – like I'm yeah, cool yeah. with them and I fuck with them and I'll hang out with them but like – you're not at that level yet with me. So I think, yeah, for me, like a good friend is literally somebody who like you could ride or die like 100 percent. See, and I, I totally agree. And I think that I am on the opposite spectrum where like I call everyone my friend. Right. Like, oh, like I have like like what I'll be like, oh, my gym friends like. Right. Like they're whatever. But like I think I call everyone like a friend and like you're right. They're most like not that they're not acquaintances. Like they probably know a little bit more than an acquaintance mm-hmm. would. But like. They're not my close friends, but like my best friends, like I have like a standard for my best friends. And yeah, I know that sounds same. like really funky to like, no. sit, like put into words. Yeah. But it's like if you are my best friend, like like you kind of said, like you are my ride or die person. Like I don't care when it is. I should be able to pick up the phone and call you and like cry to you or whatever. Like mm-hmm. now I have some friends who probably just like won't answer the phone because they never have their phone on them. Right. Julia, I'm calling you out. Um <laughs> up the phone girl Bitch, she, and she knows she's the worst with her phone um 
but it's the truth like i've had a really really close friends and it sucks almost like a friendship breakup sucks because like yeah. it rips you apart yeah but we'll like, definitely get into that later too i feel like that's like a whole combo right but then it's like really hard to like let that person back in then like mm-hmm. as a friend when like you held them to like such a high standard like when you let me down as a friend multiple times i like I'm like, we just, we have to break up basically. Right. But yeah, as a friend, like I don't need to talk to you every day. I don't need to, you to be in my DM sending me shit all the time. Yeah, I don't need to respond like, to you all the time. Like, you don't need to respond yeah, to me that's all the, the time. Yeah, difference between like a, a, a true friend and like somebody who's like your friend in air quotes. Yes, You don't exactly. communicate with your true friends 24-7. Exactly. You don't need to. Right. And it's like, I also can't. Mm-hmm. Like I just, that's just not me. I probably like... I'll see it and I'm on my phone, yes, but like to respond all the time, like I I'm not know. like that way either. Like and I and I do and I probably will, but like mm-hmm. I, I just that's not me. But like at the end of the day, like I already called Julia out for not being on her phone like all the time. Mm-hmm. But like I could text her twenty times in a row and it doesn't matter. But then at the end of the day, like if I called her because something was going on in my life, like she'd be the first one there, right? You know what I mean? And like that's what it means to me. Like you just better be there when I need you. Yeah, and vice versa. Like, you would expect them to, like, rely on you that way as well. 100%. And I feel like a lot of times right now, especially, like, when we do use this word friend or, like, my friend, I kind of find myself saying best friend to describe, like, all of my actual friends. Yeah, yeah. Because when I'm talking to people, it's weird to be like, oh, yeah, this person I know. And they're like, oh, you guys just met. I'm like, no, I mean, we hang out all the time, but I wouldn't (laughs) call them, like, my best friend. So, like, when I tell stories about, like, my quote unquote best friends it's like people are always like man you got a lot of best friends and i'm like well because those people are my truest friends yeah and i don't know what else to call them like they're just all my best friends what i love now about like us Mm -hmm. is that like i know you're all your friends names and like you know all my friends right so so i don't literally just like because i used to have to be like oh yeah one of my best friends yeah instead of just being like my friend yeah because there's there really is a difference no 100 percent. and like the standard that i hold you to like i mean i have friends and people that like i talk to Mm -hmm. but like i don't expect you to like drop everything if i'm like in a right mood or whatever i like i need someone to talk to or like i don't like it sounds bad but like i wouldn't expect like a friend just like a normal person to like wish me happy birthday but like if you if i consider you one of my best friends like you better i better wake up to like fucking mm-hmm. 50 texts a couple of different posts on instagram <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what i mean just yeah. like like i want that same energy back because like that's the energy i would give you right. so it's like exactly but if like we're just friends like i wouldn't expect yeah that and i think we talked about this kind of in like I want to say like our first episode, but like the effort thing where we were yeah. just kind of like, and that's a big thing in friendships, especially right now when you're like in this like weird making friends phase, it's like you both are like putting in effort kind of, but then you're kind of not. But like when it comes to your best friends or like the closest people in your life, it's like, it's effort. That shouldn't even be like a question. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, with your birthday, like, if somebody kind of, like, drops the ball on that, not that they need to, like, fucking get you anything because that's not what we're talking no, about. No, 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 no. But if they, like, forget, it, it kind of, like, stings way worse than, like, you feel like it should because you're, yeah. like, bro, like, you're, like, my, like, best friend. Like, I consider you one of my yeah. best friends and you couldn't even say, like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, getting into it, 
I guess a little bit further like I had a friend who literally he was like my best friend and I know like next week we're gonna get into can guys and girls be friends and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and like we'll dive deep into that um but like I like he was my best friend like he was my ride or die person Mm -hmm. like I went to him with everything yeah and vice versa and when my dog passed away like this got real morbid real fast when my dog passed away and like he couldn't say anything he didn't say anything at all like whatever and in that moment i was like we're not friends anymore like it takes something like i mean there was other stuff like leading up to that but it's like you like like i don't know like you should be like you're one of my best friends you're like a person who's like been a part of my life for so long Mm -hmm. like our family dog passes away and you can't say anything yeah and like you don't even want to be there for me at all it's definitely like a true colors moment right right where like it's Maybe you've had like some red flags pop up, but you didn't really want to see them. And then when right. something like that happens, which I, I feel like we should just get straight into the maybe we go into like the friend breakup thing and then we yeah. can go into later like the for sure. Stuff. Yeah. But I feel like we're since we're going that direction anyways, like you were talking about earlier how like leaving a friendship is such a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And also like accepting maybe friendships that have like fizzled out like to come back that's almost like i feel like there's never going to be a point where you're back to like w- the original spot never. you know what i mean never and, and that's so hard because literally what my best friend in college like my like best friend like you would have thought that we were dating mm-hmm. that's how like close we were and like you know how like they say like soulmates can be like your best friends as well and like right doesn't have to be like you know a physical like relationship like literally i swear like this girl was probably like one of my like soulmates in past lives right. because like we were just like the same and everything mm-hmm. we ended up like living together and of course like that just like didn't work and that like created a lot of problems for us right and um, at the end like when we like decided not to be friends anymore it was like the most dramatic thing of my life because like literally this person is part of my life for how long and like in college like they become your family and she lived yeah. from a, she's from a different country too so like mm-hmm. she like i was her family because right. she, her family wasn't here and mm-hmm. she could go home all the time so like it was such like it was the hardest thing ever to like let that go yeah. and like we didn't talk to each other for like a year and then now like we're friends again and like we talk and stuff but like like you said like it's not back to the way it was yeah like it's literally not back the way it was not granted she also lives in her home country again Mm -hmm. so like i can see her but like even just like the way we talk to each other is still like it's like friend surface level and like that's the thing surface level is definitely what happens post friend breakup yeah and like after that it's always awkward it's always like you're kind of like walking on eggshells you're like hey remember that time and then you're both like and like i i appreciate her (laughs) like i still like value her and everything because like we've been through a lot together Mm -hmm. and like she's going through like so many cool life changes like as of recent like she got engaged and like you know there's some other stuff too and like she was so excited to like call and tell me and like i still really really appreciate that and i would do the same with her but it's just like it's still like it's i feel like we have to like try 10 times harder to be friends yeah when before it was very effortless yeah definitely i don't know i I hope that doesn't like you know sound bad but i feel like that's just like that was like the worst friendship breakup i've ever been a part of because it's like 
we actually were like good friends. Like I've been through friendship breakups where it's like, okay, we just are different people. And like, we are right. Like good. it kind of maybe just like takes a moment before you guys realize like you don't really fuck with right. each other. And that, that's not, that's a little different. Yeah. That's the one. Talk- this was like full blown, like, mm-hmm. you know? So I think a lot of times when these friendship breakups or whatever we want to call it happen, especially for girls, because I feel like maybe guys, this doesn't happen as much just because, I don't know, the boys always going to be the boys or whatever right. the fuck. I feel like a lot of times with girls, like the kind of one of the big driving factors that like kind of puts a wedge in a friendship is when one of the friends gets in a relationship. It's so funny you bring that up because that's literally what broke us up as friends. You know what I'm saying? Because that's so true. Yes. I mean, and I've been in relationships with people that my friends didn't like and i feel like your friends are always right first first word of advice oh i should have listened to her one thousand percent you know your friends are always right i mean hindsight 2020 you wish you would have saw that when they said it the first time but a lot of times especially when we get older and we have these like friendships that start to kind of fizzle out and even if it's not a dramatic breakup like the one that you were talking about like even if it's just like slowly kind of like okay yeah i feel like a lot of it happens because like your girl gets in a relationship and i mean not that it's her responsibility to like keep up the the effort that they were putting in before but i feel like a lot of times like for me with friends when they get into these relationships it's like all they can see is their partner and so it's like everything else in their life kind of gets neglected and then maybe let's say this relationship doesn't work out, they're kind of left in the dust because everybody else moved on. Like, we're like, we don't see you anymore. We don't hang out with you. Like, we invited you to the functions every single weekend and you continually, like, denied us. So we just stopped inviting you. And I feel like that's something that we've both, I feel like maybe I've been on both sides of that, right? Like, we've been the girl who kind of neglects the friends. And then we've also been... The the girl who gives up on the friend. Literally, like you saying that is like, I literally can think of two examples right off the bat. Like where you were either person. Yeah, and like, so the one, the friendship I was referencing before, like I was the person in the relationship Mm -hmm. and like he was terrible for me and like been through a lot of therapy because of him. So like she was right, should have listened to her and like again, hindsight's 2020. And like, it's interesting because like now I'm I'm on the other side with another friend from home mm-hmm. and like she has a relationship and a family and everything and like she can't and so there's like circumstances where she cannot be that friend like she was my going like not that we were going out friends but like she was always the one that was like we're going out we're having fun like mm-hmm. she was crazy and like love her so much but like now she's in a relationship right and that's okay but like even the way we like talk is different and it's like there's nothing wrong with it and it sucks because like when you like start to drift apart like you both realize it and like, yeah. her and I, like we still try to like talk to each other like daily or like right because you're like, trying to like hold on to like the the previous version of the friendship but because this new person has kind of like entered the equation yeah. it's almost like that's just never going to and the thing is like and i know there. that the guy that she's with will be the guy that she marries. Like, she, mm. like they're just, like, they're very good for each other. Mm-hmm. If they get married, whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. like so I, I, and I respect that, right? Right. And, like, he's cool. I really like him. I've met him multiple times. But, like, it still, like, sucks. Because, like, we both recognize it. Yeah. And we both, like, openly have said it. Yeah. So it, like, just kind of sucks. And it's, like, <coughs> sorry. As you, like, get older, too, like, 
it's a more mature way where like the most dramatic friendship breakup I had was like we were in college. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to act very different. Like we right. were both like, you know, you guys were well. And like you were saying earlier, like you were living together and this person who you were with was toxic. And so like that didn't help. Yeah. Because it, I mean, it rubs off on you as well. Yeah. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? And so it doesn't make things easy. But now we're in a place where like maybe the relationships our friends are getting into are not these like spur of the moment crazy I'm in love with you it's like yeah it's like okay we're looking to like be serious and we're wanting to like possibly have this person in our lives for forever and so being on the other side of that as the friend it's really hard because you do want the best for your friend but also you're like like okay well now this is never gonna really be the same right because and the thing is like so even for the one in college it happened like it took away from my time with her. And like we did everything together. We mm-hmm. went to swim practice together. We went to the cafeteria together. We went to study hall, whatever. Like right. we were with each other 24-7. Right. Which was normal for us. Mm-hmm. And now this guy comes in and starts to split that. Yeah. And like you said, like it, it's just, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And, and there, he, there's no other way to explain it. Yeah. Like you both know it. And I think when you're on the relationship side though, it's harder to recognize it until it happens because you're not the person being left behind almost right, like you're when you're on the on. relationship side of it you have somebody to fill those moments of okay well now you can't hang out so what am i gonna do right because like, you always have that other person and when you're on the opposite side of it you fill that void with other people and so then the person on the relationship side can sometimes feel like they left me but it's like that's what the other person felt like as well. See, and that's so, like, it's so funny because it's like, that's literally exactly what happened mm-hmm. with, you know, that. But then even, like, looking forward, like, like you said, like, as we get older, like, these are mature relationships now. Like, like when yeah. we get, and if, if uh, your girl or boyfriend or whatever it is, like, finds that person, mm-hmm. I think most, like, especially dating culture because it's so toxic now. Like, if you are going to date somebody, you both are, like, I really like you. Like, this is going to go somewhere. Yeah, it's different than having, like, somebody you're hooking up with versus 100%. somebody that you're dating at so this point. So then it turns around, and now, you, like, as the person, like, in the relationship, you're not just, like, dating that significant other. Now you're also, like, dating your friends mm-hmm. because you, like, have to make time mm-hmm. to, like, go out of your way to, like, keep these friendships up. And it is a chore. And, like it can be kind of draining if you don't really know like how to maneuver yeah. it or like, or are you going to be making new friends in this relationship? Because now you're like doing couple things. Yeah. And, like, how is that? Because now you don't feel like you have a girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I know like my sister for a little bit, like after college, she stayed in the college town because that's where uh, her husband's from. And like all of he grew up there. Mm-hmm. So all of his hometown friends were, came back and they live back at home. So he never like was without friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And she I know like she never like openly admitted it. But like I know at times like she had to have felt lost because and, like, like isolated. Yeah, and- because like her college friends weren't there anymore. Right. And like it was his friend. So it was like she in a sense had to like depend on him to give her friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. So then it's like, OK, well, like you know so-and-so's girlfriend's really nice but like do you think that she'd really want to like get drinks with me like yeah. on the side and then that's like 
Or is it like a forced thing? Yeah, exactly. So it's almost like literally like dating to find friends. Mm-hmm. Like, and now now she's at a place where like she's been there for a while. She has her own group of friends and stuff. Right. Almost more than him, and he gets jealous. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, you have to make a conscious effort, mm-hmm. whether you're in a relationship or not, like to be with these people. Yeah. And like like you said, like going back to like what you find in a friend, like to choose them to actually like be in your life. Right. And not as just like an acquaintance. And that's hard. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, something that I also want to talk about is like me and you both moved here not really knowing anybody. Yeah. I move. My like best friend lives here and it kind of just happened that we both moved here. But aside from her, like I came here not knowing anybody. Yeah. You came here not knowing any. I think your sister had a friend, but you like, guys yeah. weren't like yeah, but super we didn't close. really know each other. Then, yeah, yeah, so like it, it kind of put us both in a position to really decide, like, okay, do we want to, you know, actively make friends here, or are we going to take the other path where you just kind of like hope something hope happens to meet people? And I feel like your story is is pretty interesting, um, and so I feel like you should maybe talk to your experience with just yeah. like like actively looking for friendships in this like i mean early 20 something yeah. moving new which city. is really hard i mean trying to meet because like up until this point in our lives like we've been in situations that making friends is easy right like like you're in school you're in college like mm-hmm. when i studied abroad like we're all there for the same reason like it's pretty easy to find like-minded yeah. people right like but now you're like in a city all alone like trying to find people um it didn't help that we moved in the middle of a pandemic. So mm-hmm. that doesn't help. Yeah. Timing was not ideal. <laughs> timing was not ideal. Very difficult. So and yeah. then like, you know, you can Google to your blue in the face, like ways to make friends in new cities. And like, don't get me wrong. I did that because it's like, right. I don't know anybody here. And like, yes, I hung out with my sister's friend from college and that was great. And like, we became really good friends. And like, I, I, I consider her a good friend of mine right. but, but also like, there's like an age gap there right but at the same time it's like i still want to make friends on my own that like maybe were more me right, right. like and not not that's not saying that she wasn't like a good enough friend it's just like you know she was your my sister's age. friend yeah, she's my yeah. sister's friend so i would at first like i started going to like like you know you, you look on google and they'll be like go to a coffee shop and sit there and like comment on like a book yeah google can suck my fucking dick because yeah. the amount of times a random person has walked up to me, to at, me at a coffee, coffee shop, shop has been equal to none okay happened to me more now that i have friends than it did when i was trying why to look do for fucking people do that like at the most inconvenient times like, i'll literally be like so deep into something someone will be like hey and i'm like the fuck do you want yeah and now i'm the asshole yeah yeah <laughs> when like before they just wanted a friend at a fucking coffee shop right and like, okay, like i have like stickers on my computer so like i like and i okay nice back. talking point right so that's what i always thought i was like behind my apartment complex there was like a cool like coffee shop place mm-hmm. like and i was like okay people my age and i was like oh i have like a bunch of different stickers on my like laptop like maybe one of them will, like spark conversation my dumbass didn't happen ever not once but <laughs> i like google makes you think that right yeah so then also like and i was like okay what other things like am i interested in because i would want a friend that i make to have the same interests as me right i love going to the gym i love working out i love all of that specifically like at this time yoga bar and like pilates so i started going to these studios to like a meet friends but also work out 
no. You can't do it there because yoga bar Pilates, everyone's so serious. I was about to say nobody's thinking. People are focusing on themselves. Everyone in that environment, everybody's so serious. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh no. And also like middle pandemic, everyone has a corner of the room yeah. with their mask it's on. It's like and the worst. You are not yeah. going to talk to Probably them. one of the worst places actually. Yeah. So <laughs> I figured that out very fast. Right. So I was talking to my best friend Julia from home and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I feel really lonely down here sometimes and like. I just like want to meet friends like people my age whatever so I go to BFF Bumble and Julia was like you need to go to BFF Bumble like you're going to meet a friend off that whatever I was like okay like I feel really weird this is the definition of friendship dating right here okay because first of all it's literal friendship dating dead ass because now I'm looking at an app that I used to look at men Mm -hmm. swiping right and swiping left on men right and now I'm doing it to a girl which is a little weird when you're like used to it being men and then you're mm-hmm. like and then it's also like kind of funny it's like you're like being judged you're like, could i be friends with her now can it, i be friends with her it gives her? me yeah. like sorority recruitment vibes it's 100 we like sat there and like look over girls stuff and be like no it's no like their no bio. yes 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 <laughs> and like, like oh okay if you me. go on there today like literally every person is like likes to go to the gym watches the bachelor da, 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 da. yeah so you match with people here and there, but like no one's like as serious on it. And then I match with this one girl who's our mutual friend. And like at first, like we were like, we're just friends like right off the back. She was like, hey, like I think one of my like things was like because I'm doing this because like moving to a city at 22 or 23 years right. old is really hard. And then she was like, hey, I think it was 22. And then she was like, hey, I'm, I'm only 21, but like. Like, yeah, I totally agree. It's like super rough. And, like, She's that like, was, like, you are my senior. Yeah. I will respect yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a couple months apart. Yeah. Yeah. We're literally like two months apart. And uh, but for real, like that was like mm-hmm. her icebreaker. And from there, like we just started talking and like we realized like we had a lot of things in common and mm-hmm. whatever. We tried to like hang out with each other multiple times and it was like over getting drinks and stuff and like the universe was like no like literally one time there was like a tornado and <laughs> she was like uh i'm not driving i was like me either because there's like the tornado sirens are like going off in my yeah, backyard like i'm like, sure you're great but it's not fucking but worth it's it. not it yeah. no then like when we actually went to go meet up we were gonna meet at a uh, barcelona the wine bar mm, love that place okay we never actually got to go because the electric their electric turned off oh so it was weird. So now we're like sitting there, never met each other before, literally like a blind date. You're and like, you're like, hi, are you blah, blah, blah? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, you're so-and-so. Like, I'm Kellen. Nice to meet you. Uh, Their electric isn't working. So uh, we got to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, do you want to get in my car? Do you like follow me or what are we going to do? Yeah. So we ended it's like, up, like awkward. We, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And then we ended up going around like the corner to like a different wine bar and it was nice. I mean, like, but it was like a first date. It seriously mm-hmm. was like a first date. We're both sitting there. Like, you're trying to be like, you wore like your cutest outfit to look like aesthetically yeah. like cool to like your friend. Yeah. And then like, oh, like, what do you do for work? What do you do for fun? And oh, like, for it's us, so like, weird. It, yeah. it was like really natural and easy. And like, we literally like, they like kicked us out of there because we were talking yeah. so much. And like, we realized we had like a lot of stuff in common, like with like our internships, with our jobs, all that kind of stuff. It was like very similar, like paths. Yeah. And like she has sisters, I have a sister. So it was mm-hmm. like kind of like it was easy. And then from there it was like, okay, like 
do we think that we could be fr-? like we yeah. literally said that we we're like oh we think we could be friends like uh. it's so weird though like and and the thing is like i feel like a lot of times especially just in like pop culture they make it kind of seem like you just make friends like out of nowhere yep but it's it's so true like you have to put in these like weird first date like awkward yeah. things like i know like for me like the first like friends I guess I made when I moved here was through like my school. Yeah. And we, I remember the first thing that we did and this will, if this tells you anything about the school that I go to, you know, so (laughs) we, one of the girls hosted like a brunch at her house. And so me being the person I am, I brought three bottles of champagne because I'm like brunch must include alcohol. Correct. (laughs) We are getting wasted. So I'm, mind you there's like four people at this brunch and i brought three bottles of champagne and it's a sunday (laughs) and i show up and i'm like looking around first of all i was dressed up nobody else was and i was like fuck me now i look so stupid okay but that's also you that's your vibe but you're thinking all these things like you know like like it is i want to yeah so i show up and we're talking and nobody there drinks alcohol besides the two girls who I end up being like really good friends with now they don't drink alcohol so I'm already feeling weird because I'm like god now this is awkward yeah. so then I just get drunk by myself <laughs> we're playing this like we literally played that game like uh it's basically like that card game but it's like girls girls night out or something girl like talk or something yeah something like that so we were playing that and it got really weird because the questions were like talking about like sex and stuff and like you know you just met these people oh, and for the girls this one yeah okay. we were playing yeah. that and i just met these people and i'm very much like a open book like i don't really care right. i don't i really couldn't care less what people think about me and so that's like, kind of gonna hide who i right am. i just kind of go into conversations with people like with that mindset and that was not the vibe and so it's funny because it's like you talking about that experience you had and it ended up being positive like you guys and this was completely opposite like i walked out of there feeling a more judged than i've ever felt in my entire life yeah and b i was like that was so awkward i never want to do that again so it it truly is like a first date like you meet up with these people or person that you've never met before and you try so fucking hard and it's almost disingenuous how hard you're trying because you're like i literally put makeup on to see you and you're i'm not attracted to you like why did i get like (laughs) you're like literally putting more than your best foot forward like honestly it's Mm kind of like especially like in our situation because you're so vulnerable because you don't have all those friends yeah you're like begging yeah and like okay me and the girl who went and got like wine and stuff together like we ended up like becoming friends and like the next like then you'd like plan a second date yeah okay so like yeah now it's like okay we got through date one we got a top date one though yeah so then we end up getting like tacos and i met like her other friends that were like our age we ended up hanging out with and stuff and Mm -hmm. like which was like nice to have like more than just like us there with a conversation and, like, it just kind of goes from there. And, like, I mean, I think you're going to, like, kind of feel it out within, like, you know, one or two times to hang out with somebody, like, if you can hang yeah, out again. a thousand percent. But that even just goes for, like, I mean, like, now. So mm-hmm. now I've been here for, like, what, over a year? Year and uh, I think it's only a little over a year. And, like, 
we have like our groove like you and i have our groove like right. we became like close friends through this girl that i right. ended up meeting on bff bumble right um who i met like years ago didn't really keep in touch with besides like snapchat and then right realized we're gonna be in the same city and we're like oh fuck we should be friends we should again hang, yeah we'll hang out <laughs> right exactly yeah and like it just happened like you and i meet that way mm-hmm. and like you know it works out but like now like i have friends outside of even like this group and my other group of Mm -hmm. like my sister's friends and stuff so like it's cool but like so yeah back to the my gym friends so my gym friend Anne, we literally like we talk all the time we literally left at the same time every day like we're literally the same person it's right kind of (laughs) scary but like it's funny because both of us i feel like would never be like you want to go like grab a grab drink. drinks <laughs> exactly like and it's like that like it's like terrifying and i'm not saying that we wouldn't and i don't think that, i think that both of us would be like totally down and like hang out and whatever but like it's that like weird like next step so it's like even at work like if you go to work and you meet people at work because i think a lot of people when you move or like as you get older you're colleagues become your friends because right because easy. i mean and that's who you see every day exactly. so it's like it almost is like forcing a friendship yeah whether you want it or not right but taking that step outside of the workplace to mm-hmm. like do we get drinks yeah like are like, we gonna be friends outside of work or who's are we going like, to like initiate yeah. that like i know that's even for like me and Anne. like the one weekend i think that so the gym that i go to they were putting on like an amateur fight night and we mm-hmm. were like oh like that might be kind of fun to go to mm-hmm. but either of us are like that means we like have to like get drinks or something like before and like you know, right we're not, are we there yet like yeah. are, we even allowed, <laughs> are we allowed to do that yet like we don't know yeah so i was like uh can i like get your number i was like i literally felt like i was like asking a guy for their number mm-hmm. like it was so awkward but like why like why yeah. is that like yeah it is an interesting thing because it's like it makes it real almost when you yeah. when you have these like relationships with people at like like you said like the gym or like for me like at school or whatever it's like taking that next step takes it from okay this is who i see at the gym but when i leave the gym i don't have to see this person anymore right to being like okay now you're gonna be part of like my life yeah out my brain outside of the gym because now i'm thinking about you as a friend rather than my gym buddy you know what i mean and so it makes it real and also with that it's like you have to decide like at like kind of what we were talking to earlier. It's like, do I really want to put in the effort to make that person in my life that way? Yeah. Or do I really just want to keep it as a gym friend? And then I don't owe them anything outside exactly. of the gym. And it's interesting because like, or there's, whatever that there's is. a ton of girls at the gym that like, I love them. Like at mm-hmm. the gym, I love them. Like they're right. so fun. We all hang out like mm-hmm. at, at the gym. But like it kind of stops there. Like, yeah. we, you know, if like one of us like post something about the gym or whatever, we might like swipe up on their stories or, right. you know, but like it's like gym talk. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we don't That's like the ta- extent of your friendship. Right. But like it's funny because like and like a couple weeks ago, I was like going through like a little bit of like, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And then like last week she was dealing with some stuff too. And like now like we talk about that. Like right. not, not necessarily at the gym. At the gym it's still like funny, like gym talk, whatever. But like outside of it's like I'm going through this. Like mm-hmm. so now it's like we're taking it to like that next like level. But now it's like 
who's gonna ask for us to hang out right because now we're now we have to like go on a date and like even though yes we talk to each other we have like we're normal and we're fine it's like but that you like next really, step is yeah, like weird it's like almost like they don't really know you outside of that environment too right that's like for for i feel like a lot of people when they're at work you kind of can feel like these people are your friends like your colleagues or whatever right. but you really don't know who the fuck they are well it's even for like your school friends yeah yeah like i like i have two close friends now from school whereas everybody else at my school like if i saw them out i'd like say hey or whatever right. but like i have no fucking idea who they are you know what i mean like i don't know anything about them i don't know yeah. what they like what they don't like i know that they go to school at this time and i know that they <laughs> maybe live in this part of nashville but other than that like i don't know and also i don't care to know that right because i've like positioned my acquaintanceship with them like you are my school people and yeah. outside of school i don't really want you in my life besides these few people who i've decided right. like okay i want you to be my friend outside of that right and i feel like that's a boundary that like nobody really thinks you have to like make until you're in that position yes because it's like keeping things in boxes yeah. and i feel like we were talking about this the other day and it's like when you have a friend and you bring them into an existing friend group with your other friends, that almost is like a hard decision to make yes. too because you have to decide like, okay, do I want this friend who I keep in this box and they are my person who I go to with this to be with my other group of friends and now they are no longer just my friend. Like they right. are everybody else's friend right and like they may hang out without you like now we have each other's instagrams mm -hmm. we have each other's snapchats we have each other like whatever like we're in group like, messages together yeah like so now it's like very vulnerable for you or or yeah. i'm just saying like you and that right just general but like because that was my friend that was and like and it's and you yeah. kind of like possessive and it's like really weird but it's like yeah. that's what like i kept over here mm -hmm. like in a little like yeah not that I, like, would bitch about you, but, like, I could, like, go and be like, yo. Yeah, fuck. exactly. You know? But <laughs> now it's, like, now since that person you've kind of brought into this other group, it can kind of get confusing when shit starts happening with, like, people hanging out who, like, you're like, well, I introduced you to that person and, yeah. like, now I'm not getting invited but it's just kind of like naturally how things well, work. And it can be good and it can be bad, right? Right. Like, so if we look at us, mm -hmm. we met through a mutual friend. Right. If she didn't decide to have us meet each other, which totally could have been okay. Yeah. But like now we wouldn't be friends and doing mm -hmm. this and everything else. So like, you know, it's, it's, there's give and take there. But then it's also kind of like in your situation that like you're kind of referencing, it's mm -hmm. like, well, not that you guys can't be friends. I want you guys to. It doesn't matter to me, you know. But it's also like, but like you were my friend over here. Right. You were my friend to like, I don't need you guys to be friends. Right, right, not right. That I don't right. want you to, but right. I, you don't need to be. Right. This was a one night deal. Right. You didn't have like. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. Mm hmm. But. Yeah. No, and it, and, it, and it is definitely like a difficult thing that you don't really think about until kind of after it happens. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that kind of feels weird. Like, 
but I think it's really just part of like everybody's in this situation where we're like we're all trying to make friends. Yeah. And I don't think we think about it. You know what I mean? I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to like be cool in the moment or whatever. But like at the end of the day, like you said, like we're all trying to do it. And like when you come home from college or if, if you don't go to college, like things change and like mm-hmm. you're kind of like always evolving and like you might find yourself being a different person or like wanting new friends to like get out of situations mm-hmm. or you move to a new place and like you're trying to make friends so desperately and yeah. you put all of this pressure on yourself so then it kind of feels like a date. It feels like you have mm-hmm. to like put your best foot forward and maybe not show all your true colors yet and like put on that best outfit and right. bring all, be, be the life of the party and bring three bottles of champagne. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but really like, those people are also like, I want friends too. Like, yeah. I feel like, but then no one wants to be that person to like say that, right? Mm-hmm. No one wants to be like, like too eager about it. Right. So I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, we all are looking for new friends. Yeah. We all want. Yeah. And it's okay to also feel like when, like we were talking about earlier, like the friendship breakups or whatever, like when, when things maybe don't go great, like it's also okay to be like kind of upset about it because like it's natural to like gain and lose friends throughout your life. And so like when something like that does happen, like it's okay to be like, what the fuck happened? Like, and and be like, wait, what? Or like what we were just talking about, like when you're a friend that you introduce to somebody else, they start hanging, like it's okay to feel like a little bit like, bitter about it i guess but also like back to what you were saying too it's like you also can't kind of harp on it because everybody is in the same position like we're all just trying to make friends right now and it's really hard yeah and it's just as you get older i think it gets harder and harder to Mm -hmm. like make friends and make good quality friends too that like you could see yourself being friends with for a while the whole episode i think is this make conscious decisions to like keep your friends in your life or like you you have to be cautious I guess yeah and decide what you want right and it's it's okay if like your priorities shift and mm-hmm. your and your vision of like what you thought life was changes and that's completely okay but it's like like it hurts my heart when like I lo- I lose a friend that I've been friends with for five six seven years because she like has a boyfriend and like I'm no longer like needed yeah when it's like okay well like I don't know, like we could go get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and it's definitely something that it's like, I mean, it goes back to the first episode, man, effort. It's got to be coming from both sides for yeah. it to be successful. But yeah, I mean, friendships are tough and it's something that you have to face for the rest of your life and decide what you want that to look like. 100%. Well, I think this wraps up um, episode seven of friendships and, you know, the struggles you, we all are kind of, I think, feel as you get older in friendships. Um, thank you for sticking with us for an episode that didn't have anybody in it because this was our first episode in the past yeah. two weeks and it was just Emily and I. Riding it with the OGs. Back on the mic. <laughs> also, we got like, we got very serious in that. This past episode? Yeah, this one we were like, we were like feelsy i feel like yeah we have a little I feel like we were both were like speaking from experience so some of the shit kind of was stinging a little yeah, bit yeah so like <laughs> if you be listening don't don't take it like to heart because we still love you but but like yeah yeah 100 it happens but next week i think it's gonna be really fun because we're gonna have our first in-studio guest actually in-studio guest because he lives in Nashville. um yes we're going to have a guy on for his perspective of just 
like kind of like debunking like the male to like female like yeah we're asking him all the questions that every girl wants to know so be on the lookout on our uh stories we're gonna have a little thing on there where you can like type in questions that you would want to be asking a male um i think that'd be really interesting so yeah i think that's really excited so thank you for sticking with us through another week of just us rambling on <laughs> you know um you can find me at kellen red k on instagram uh and i am at starnzy on instagram don't forget to follow the podcast on instagram we are at society 97.pod and we also are on tiktok tiktok we will be making some new videos in in the coming weeks so stay tuned on there to find some exclusive video content definitely and don't forget to like and comment um on apple podcast yep leave a review and uh yeah we'll see you next week see you next week okay bye okay bye welcome back to side 97 i'm kellen and i'm emily and uh we're excited to bring you what the fuck? <laughs> what's wrong <laughs> i said my name's so weird <laughs> And I'm Emily. <laughs> Back to you, Tom. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I'm going to burp up the protein shake I just Ooh. ingested very fast. So I... God. God. Uh, future reference, do not accord episode after 7 p.m. When you're delusional after a full day of working, working out. Anyway... It's like the protein is like stuck in the back of my throat. It's better than other things being stuck in the that back of That is throat. true. That is very true. I'm a good girl mom. Um, basically, okay, so... I feel like I need to do this whole recommendation. This was the worst fucking thing I've ever done in my entire fucking life.